Hi, thanks for joining me today as we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. And we'll begin our worship with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty God, you anointed Jesus at his baptism with the Holy Spirit and revealed him as your beloved Son. Keep all who are born of water and the Spirit faithful in your service, that we may rejoice to be called children of God. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. While John had been busy doing exactly what God had asked him to do, he was talking to the people about Jesus and baptizing them with water. He was getting quite a following. And then he heard the speculations of the people. He heard them asking each other if this man John could be the Messiah. John knew he had to do something. He had promised God to prepare the people for Jesus, and he had promised God that he would then stand aside. Now he was afraid that the people were only following him because they thought he was the Messiah, the one who would give them the freedom and justice they deserved. How could he tell the people he was not the Messiah and not lose their loyalty? How much longer did he have to wait for Jesus to appear? John understood why the people were thinking he was who they had been waiting for. These people were desperate. They wanted someone to lead them. They wanted to become a community that was safe from the political leaders who oppressed them. John decided he would take a chance on the people hearing his message and still be willing to follow him and wait for Jesus. He gathered as many people as he could and explained to them that he had heard them talking. He knew they were wondering about his identity. He told them he was not the one they were waiting for, but he was the messenger sent to prepare them for Jesus. He scanned the faces in the crowd. He saw the disappointment but he also saw a resolve to trust what he was saying. He gave a sigh of relief 
and went on with his baptisms. It wasn't long before God was satisfied with all John had done and knew it was time for Jesus to make an appearance. God knew the people needed reassurance as to who Jesus was. So when John baptized Jesus, God saw the people gathered and knew it was time to say something. And then he said, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. Well, the people were astounded at what had just happened. They began to cheer. They knew all John had told them was coming true. They finally had who they had been waiting for, the person sent from God to lead them and give them a community free from oppression, a new life with Jesus. Then they remember what John had told them. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff will burn with unquenchable fire. They clung to the hope these words gave them. Do those words give us the same hope that they gave the people who heard them from John? What do you hear when these words are read? He will clear his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his granary and the, burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. Does your mind automatically go to wondering if you are the wheat who Jesus will bring into his kingdom? or if you are the chaff that will be cast out. Well, what if I told you you don't need to worry? Think about a piece of wheat. There are two parts. The chaff is the husk that surrounds the usable part of the wheat. The chaff itself is not usable, but both the wheat and the chaff are connected to one stalk. We are both the wheat and the chaff not one or the other. The stock is our connection to God and to one another. That is the same connection the people who were following John were looking for. And that is why they were so excited when those words from, with those words from John. The wheat is what is good in us, and the chaff is our sinful ways, which God has promised through Jesus Christ to take away from us. Isn't that the good news we all hear in our baptism? We become children of God. We are sealed with the cross of Christ and given the power of the Holy Spirit. We are living in the promises God has given us. We are saved by grace through our faith in Jesus Christ. Our new life in Christ can never be taken away from us. We are not so different from those earlier followers who looked to John for guidance and then rejoiced when Jesus appeared. We want the same kind of community connection with other believers. We want the assurance that Jesus will take care of us. We want to hear God's assuring words. We want to be saved and to be gathered into the granary after our chaff has been taken away. Isn't that why we continue 
to gather together each week? Isn't that why we confess our sins to God? Isn't that why we remember our baptism each time we see the font or dip our fingers into the water? I invite everyone today to remember your baptism by making the sign of the cross on your forehead. Feel the Holy Spirit stir within you and hear God calling you his beloved. But I caution you not to feel you are in an exclusive club. Being baptized is not about joining a club. Being baptized into Christ is a humbling experience, which brings us to our Savior, who cares for all people and all of creation. We are to model Jesus' behavior by continuing to care for all people and all of God's creation. Imagine what it would have been like that day on the riverbank as you sat with the others to watch Jesus be baptized, to hear God's voice claim Jesus as his son, his beloved son, and then to know that you too are one of God's beloved. We are that stalk of wheat that is joined to others by a stem. That stalk of wheat which needs to be separated from the chaff. That stalk of wheat which Christ has brought into the granary so we could live a new life. Let's all find ways to use our baptism as a calling card to others who are yearning to find peace with Christ. Amen. This is the Spirit's entry now, the water and the Word, the cross of Jesus on your brow, the seal of and This miracle of life reborn comes from the Lord of breath. The sinless one from life was torn. Our life comes through his death. Let water be the sacred sign that we must die each day. To rise again by his design as followers of his way. Renewing spirit, hear our praise for your baptismal power that washes
using the words of the Nicene Creed, let us confess our holy faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. By the Holy Spirit, you gather your church and send it out in mission to share the good news of Jesus. Inspire your faithful people to be fervent in prayer and service. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You reveal your love and power through water and the Spirit. Guard rivers, seas, and all bodies of water from destruction and pollution. Give all people access to clean water and protect the land from drought and flood. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Establish among the nations the blessings of peace. Raise up leaders who will protect the vulnerable. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You protect us through the fires and troubled waters of this life. Comfort all those in need, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We are joined in baptism to Christ and to one another. Help us be with all the faithful in fellowship, worship, evangelism, service, and justice-seeking. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We are joined in baptism to Christ and to one another. Help us to be faithful in fellowship, worship, evangelism, service, and justice-seeking. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You created each of your servants for your glory. We give thanks for those who you have called by name into your eternal embrace. Comfort us in grief, 
and release us from fear. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these in all prayers to you in confidence and faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.